Today's episode is sponsored by our very good friends over at Neural DSP. If you're completely unfamiliar with who Neural DSP are, they make guitar and bass plugins that cover a wide range of tones and styles. Anything from the crisp cleans of a Tone King Imperial to the rich leads of a Soldano SLO. There's also the Archetype series, which is essentially signature amps made by some of your favourite artists. So whether that's Tim Henson of Polyphia, Pliny, or our very good friend, Rabia Massad. If you like the sound of all that, you can get a 14-day free trial over at neuraldsp.com on any of the plugins that they do. Um, and even better than that, you can get 30% off if you want to buy some or all of them or just one uh, using the code music is everything at their checkout. Hello everybody and welcome to music is everything podcast with me Andrew Groves and my very good friend Matthew Hornby. Matt hello how are you? Andrew I'm well I'm all the better for being here with you Mm -hmm. and yeah what can I say all is well. Nice. And what excites you? What has excited you these, well, this past week, I suppose? And I'm going to be honest with you. This has been a, it's getting to a year, I think, but definitely like eight months, obsession of mine. Okay. Um, I may have cheeky plug for the Discord. I may have uh, mentioned it quietly to the Discord. Okay. Just to see if there's any any other fans out there. Um, but I've been playing a, a game, Andrew. A game. You've been playing a game? Yeah. it's. I, I'd say, you know, I'm not one of those cool gamer types who right. plays all the Last of Us and all these things. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> even though I'd like to. I, In fact, I was sat down a few weeks ago with mm. some people who work in games development. And I said the same thing to them. Mm. Like, oh, I'm not really a gamer. You know, bashful. Oh, I'm not really a gamer. And they said, oh, right. Oh, no, not at all. I'm like, well, yeah, I kind of played like a bit of Quake and I've always played the GTAs, played the mm. Sims way back when. And uh, and he went, well, you are a gamer then. You know, you, you're into it. You're just maybe not into the the more modern smash it titles. Sure. So I took that. I took that. And I play Red Dead as well. Mm. Um, still going like nearly 50% and it's been out about five years. I need to really... Have you not, fi- a, have you finished, you not finished it yet? I'm not, I'm not halfway through. Okay. But I, that's the thing. Some people kind of sit there for weeks on end just trying to smash through it. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a like, I like a little short bash mm-hmm. and then move on. Okay. Which is why, which is why, Andrew, mm. that the game that I'm currently playing and have been for, yes, like eight months, okay. is so addictive to me. Okay. Because it's uh, it's a game called Catan. You may or may not have heard it. Okay. I know. Isn't it an older game? It's like... So, yes, I've actually, thanks to Wikipedia uh, for your never-ending stream of information, mm. which may or may not be correct. Uh, it's, it came out in like 97 and apparently oh. it's like on a board game. So right. like the olden days. That's, that's what it. I'm familiar with, the, that version of it. I've seen sure. it. I've seen it. Uh, I, I, was, I thought it was much older than that. I've, I felt okay, like I've heard yeah. the, the name. It's a German game, um, and I should say, it's by, uh, invented by a guy called Klaus Teuber, I think his name is, who recently okay. passed away, so RIP. Yeah. Um, but it's a fantastic game, and 
Yeah, so it started, the first game I played was in a board game mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and maybe, I guess, uh, again, not my loose game knowledge, D&D gets mentioned a lot around here. Okay. And maybe if you like that, you might like this. I don't know. Oh, I used to play okay. Command and Conquer as well, which is kind of, this is kind of similar to. Right. Um, like strategy based, you, you get the resources mm-hmm. and everyone's fighting for them. And then you have like, it's competitive. So you have other players mm-hmm. and then you turn your resources into settlements, I guess. Right. Um, <clears throat> and the winner is the one who, I guess, through all the complexities of, and rules, mm. gets the biggest settlement and therefore points. Okay. Oh, so it's not like invade, raise an army. It's not invasion. It's not army base. It's okay. uh, settlers and cities and resources. And it's also mm-hmm. a game of chance. So there's a dice or two dice actually to die or not to die. Uh, yeah. So it's a game of chance, which is again, a nice curveball Mm-mm. because you, do you want me to briefly explain the rules? Yeah, please, please. I'd love to. I'd love to okay, know. Right. I'd love to know. Big, I think it's hexagonal board. Okay. So that's six sides, Matt. Uh, and then inside that are lots of other hexagons right. of different, with each with a different number on mm-hmm. and each with a different resource. Okay. Right. And so you have like sheep, bricks, wood, hay, and stone. Okay. And each of them. So it's quite medieval in its. It is a little bit, right. yeah. And they're called like settlers. And then you can, using those, build like a settlement, a city, a road. And okay. then with some of the expansion packs, if you're really getting into it, right. you can then go off with boats and to other islands. And. Okay. Yeah. But on each roll of the dice, the plot where you you have settlements next to mm-hmm. if there's a matching number generates a resource or maybe a number depending on how many settlements or cities you have right and then so you st- you reap your rewards and you if, whoever's go is everyone can reap said rewards right um i think i've got it so and you, you all to- make a what opposing settlements is that the idea and then basically yeah. one of you gets to a point where it's just that much bigger or better than the others? Is that You basically get... <clears throat> a, sorry, clearing my throat. You basically get a point uh, per settlement, two okay. for cities, and then if you have like some bonus stuff like Longest Road, you can actually do Largest Army as well, which is these bonus cards, but that's mm. kind of a little side hustle. Mm. Um, so there's many ways to play it. And it's kind of, because there's limited land, mm-hmm. it's like a race to get across the board and get your... Mm get your oar in, you know, do the kind of, you know, when a cat pees around the garden, market territory. <laughs> sure. Right, right, right. And uh, and then you can infill your settlements and seas. There is, there, like I say, expansion packs do mean you can get these little, uh, you can get knights. Right. It's not very wa- war though. Sure. Um, it, it's not like it risk just means, or anything like that. So not it's, like risk, no, no, no. no. Right. You don't physically fight each other. But that that is more of a defense thing where there's like a timer right. and every time it gets to the end you have to have enough if you have the most knights to defend yourself you get a point right. and for defending the whole so you're kind of, of ranked on there's there's a scoring yeah. system and and basically the one with the most points wins is that kind of the 
Uh, yeah, but you get a point. So with the night thing, you get a point each time the timer goes down. Uh, but generally, you get points. It's very simple. It's, you normally play to 10, okay. 10 points, and you get like a point for a settlement, two for a city, and then other superfluous, is that a word, or a peripheral uh, points. But yeah, I normally put, like, you can, basically, it started as a board game, but now there's an app, obviously. Sure. Um, and you, so can, you can play I, other people? Is that is that on like online, is it? You can play online. Okay. Although, I found that playing bots is, because people drop off and disappear and sure. end the game, and then if you lose, and so I was like, enough of that. I'm mm. going to just play the bots and get good. Yeah. Um, so, and bots are really quick. Sorry, humans, but bots have got you. Sure. Uh, At least you're not waiting around then. Exactly. If you want to play a quick game against three or five bots, you Mm. can, yeah, you can just, they'll respond really quickly. And they'll be like asking you why you're waiting. Right, right. Okay, nice. Um, Where do you play it on your phone? I play it on my phone, yeah. Okay. And um, with said app. I started on a board game and then I, for Christmas... I, I got the board game oh, okay, and then nice. introduced it to my family. And then my sister's boyfriend uh, was like, you do realise there's an app. Okay. Oh. And so he started on the app mm-hmm. and now I got the app. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> he plays it all the time now. It's, 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 I don't know, it's really good. It's just very, it's a very simple concept once you get your head around it. Mm. Um. But it's a nice, it feels like, you know, like brain training exercises that sure. are kind of popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel my justification to myself about wasting all my time playing this game mm. is that it's good for my brain. You know, it's like strategy. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, kind of statistics in there with the element of chance. Sure. You know, you're, there's many different ways to win as well, which I really enjoy, mm-hmm. which is one of the first things I realized. You can like think you're, you're on one path. But if you're, if it, it might not be the right path at the right time, and mm. other people might pip you to the post. So yeah, it's really good, really, really well rounded. Well, I think I, I'm going to change tact here in that <coughs> whatever I was excited about, I think I can match your excitement and uh, <laughs> maybe derail this uh, podcast. Right. I think something that I um, am, I am really excited about and have been excited about now for quite a while, is the mechanics of games. I have really grown to admire just how delicate the balance of a game is Mm -hmm. by its mechanics, by its rules, by its caveats, by the chance that's involved. I think... um, for example, the same establishment that I basically keep afloat with my manga uh, purchasing um, uh, also sells and has an enormous board game um, section. And um, for for a long, a long time, we, me and Sophia, every time we go, uh, well, not every time we go, that's a lie, but a few times we've gone, we're like, there are so many games that are, five pounds mm-hmm. and you don't know what they are you just take a chance you like the look of the artwork and you know we go home and every single one of them has been an absolute banger and adversely to that 
um, my wife's my wife's kind of rule of whether a board game is good is by its weight. Um, and so, <laughs> I like that. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a correct. Yeah, that's she gets a gold star from me. That's, that's it. Well, so consequently, we we actually on the back of um, my my fun enough, my brother is, is is quite into it, but also obviously, like you say, there's been a strong D and D. Uh, a strong D and D presence within the, the Discord brought by Anne, um, mm-hmm. and and I think there's quite a few other members who kind of have their own groups or whatever. And again, it's still something I've I've yet to play. But we we saw there was a board game version, which my brother was like, "Oh, it's kind of like D and D light, um, and a much more contained version where you're given a scenario and you you, you know you 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 sort of go in and deal with that." Um, and we, we've had that now quite a long time and bought subsequent expansion packs. Um, cause yeah, after kind of playing, uh, um, we had, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, not very good with time, but at some point my family came out and we got a cabin up North and there's no TV, no nothing. And in the evenings we would play board games. My brother's got a hearty collection oh, yeah. of board games. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, it was my favorite part of the holiday. Like it was so much fun. And then, yeah, since then it's then really, really, you know, and there's so many like indie board games out there. Like there's so many cool ideas, but this particular strain, um, we bought, yeah, we bought, um, one of the D and D, uh, board game versions of mad, mad mage, something about the mad mage. I can't remember the title. Um, but then subsequently from that, we bought, which is by I think by far the heaviest game in the whole store. As we saw it was on offer and we were like, this looks so cool. Never heard of it. Googled it and everyone was just like, this is amazing, buy it. And so it was half price and we were just like, let's do it. And we bought it, a game called Descent. Okay. Not that well known, very similar kind of element, but what makes it heckin' cool is that it has an app as well that ties in with the game. And what makes the, the majority of, of the uh, heaviness is it's got like tons of tiles and furniture and models and you can paint all the models. They're all unpainted. The models are like super high quality. Um, I think it was a Kickstarter at some point, but like all the models are huge and like super high quality. And the app basically just like sort of plays the game for you. It like tells you the scene. But like, it's so cool. And what, you know what the coolest thing is, is that in both that and also in the D&D, I've just, every time I'm playing it, I just, I just get so excited about the, like just the nuance of the rules, even just pick any element. And, you know, whether it's like, you know, something that, something that happens in the game, something that is to do with your character. And again, the idea is you, you know, you have a character you and you develop that character. They start off a level nothing and you can develop them. They get better and you find things, you know, it's kind of, you know, pretty as close to real life as, as possible. You can react how you want to, you can do what you want to do, you can explore. And the app basically is like, hey, you, you know, you go into this room and, you know, get this terrain, pull that and, you know, now this is happening. And it, mm-hmm. it plays the enemy, uh, you know, monsters or whatever, or characters. There's speech and music. 
And we were just like, this is the future. And the best part of it is that every single scenario <laughs> we have lost. Every I thought you were gonna say, single scenario. Yeah, this is the future. And the best part is that it's now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, we were playing it and, and like it's they're all really long and seemingly infinite. But in both games, we have done like serious four or five hour stints and lost and really? I couldn't be happier about it. it it's it's so cool how like to to win is so cl- like the the difference between winning and losing and the fact that you can lose and that's just kind of part of the game is so so many decisions and obviously it's just so everything is so randomised all the cards are randomised all the outcomes are randomised dice rolling is obviously all randomised but I think what I have such an appreciation of is that how that was balanced all the hours of like okay this guy is way too OP like we need to do this and like even just elements that come in they like even or maybe like an ability that you've got it gives you something and it takes something. It's like you can use this and it does this, but only you can only use it if this happens. Or this character is so good at this, but then really bad at this. You know, like and it just makes it like you re- like you, we. It's it's and also what's cool is it's all cooperative. So you're not against each other. You're you're working t- together. That's and, cool. And like every decision you need to make you have to confer with each other and be like, okay, well, you're really good at this and I'm really good at that. So how about you go this way and I go that way? And, you know, and also like the idea that on your turn, it, you can, like, and it, it's an advisable option to sometimes do nothing. Like, and, and that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, okay, we should wait. And like, we should try and maybe see if we can like heal ourselves a bit and before we move on, or maybe we need to do this or, you know, whatever. And... Every time, yeah, it you, you, it just brings up, and again, all because of the cards are so randomised. Like we've never had the same outcome, never had the same kind of game. We've had some games we've been playing for like twenty minutes, and all the biggest, worst things could have happened, and we lose so quickly. And then we've had other times where, like, it's just like we're like, if we get hit with anything once, we die, and the game's over. We've been playing for six hours. Don't get hit by any and it's just down to dice rolling and whatever but it honestly I, it's as far as something I I really have come to admire and I'm sure it's obviously the same with Catan it's like you you how how balanced that that but it must mm-hmm. take so long <clears throat> to get the rules to just work and, and it also the feeling of the game and the flow of the game and like how you get it how you how the 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 you know, the gamer experiences that and, you know, how hard is it even, you know, even just really basic stuff, I think must be so hard to balance. And like Definitely. Definitely. The, the theories behind that all the time must be so tiny changes, like can, can just maybe have really big, even just changes to the rules and like, oh, maybe they need to, you know, maybe that, maybe that's happening too often. Maybe we need to do X, Y, and Z, you know. I think is um I think is so impressive. I'd love to learn more. I'd love to learn how how that was 
you know, how that was achieved, you know. Definitely. Yeah. It feels like, because um, when I think about like board games, I, I, it's just kind of clicked. I never really think about gaming and board games in one. Mm. You know, games gaming is something that uh, nerds and cool people do, sure. right? Mm. Who can be one and the same, mm. but it's got cooler over the years, I'd sure. say, more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's, I think it's I think that's not over m- much is the it's same got- with, much is the same with the anime community it feels like that like I think given it 10 or 20 years ago you could be bullied mm-hmm. for liking anime being into comics being into drawing being into games being into any of that and I just think now it's just it's very commonplace I think definitely but it's like yeah I've never really put them in the same camp and I always used to think why would you like you know in a in a, a British, I'm going to say British because that's my experience. Mm. In a social situation, you know, it's like, oh, should we play a board game? Mm. I always, my interpretation of that was always, it's like a politeness thing. Maybe there's not, can we not just have a conversation? We've not got anything to say to each other. You know, sure. like, sure. let's, but actually I've spun that on his head with a bit of maturity. And uh, I think there's something really unique about, kind of sharing that experience mm. uh, and just enjoying that time together. You don't always have to talk, says the guy on a podcast. <laughs> uh, but should we, should we just record a podcast of us playing a game silently? Yeah, um, I would. Just with lots of, oh, damn it. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's really like, so when I got this, the, the board game at Christmas mm. and I played it with my dad and my two what they called brothers-in-law, I guess they're sure. called. And uh, so we're playing, and then you play once, and then the next day, oh, should we have another? You know, yeah, every, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, makes space for it in like an evening. It's better than sitting and watching TV, I guess. And uh, yeah, it becomes like a bit of a a little traditiony kind of vibe, absolutely. Um, but it really adds, yeah. It's really, it's really fun in not in like a mindless fun, in kind of a, a mind. I was let's say mindful yeah. fun. You know, you're very present. There's not really any if if you lose, unless you're a really sore loser. There's not really anything lost. Mm-mm. It's more about that classic taking part. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you're right though. It's a very I have no idea how they're created. I'm, I'm assuming someone must have a concept and then it's a lot of trial and error of like, okay, let's try it. Mm-hmm. And then you, you play and then, no, that's boring. That's annoying. And uh, until you kind of whittle it down. I imagine it's the kind of thing where focus groups are appropriate. Yeah. I, I mean, you'd have to sort of, yeah, sort of beta testing, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. is that, is, you know. But I, I think, yeah, I, I personally, I, I, like, I feel like I would meet up just to do that. I'd love to have a, love to have a, I know it was a big thing, obviously, during COVID and, and people mm. having kind of, obviously, that's where this kind of D&D explosion has really come from. Seemingly. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, because you can just play it. It's role-playing. So mm. um, so we're not quite at role-playing yet, but the the the, the games that we have played, like I say, and the the immersion with the app, I think is just amazing because it, it, a lot of those games can kind of get bogged down in like admin and like, because mm-hmm. you need, to, there's so many elements going on. So it's great to have the app kind of dealing with the other actions that need to be going on and the other kind of um, elements that are kind of at play. It kind of just enables you to really focus on what you're doing and as a group or as a character. Um, and yeah, I think it's like, 
I think what's great about it is that that stuff is also like full of character. Like, um, you know, like there's so many great, um, and there, there are so many great games that are so simple as well. Like a lot of these little kind of silly little games we've got like five pounds, 10 pounds. And it's just Uh a very, you know, simple card game. But, you know, sometimes like the competitiveness, I think like it becomes so funny. And like when we've done it, you know, my parents and with Sophia's parents and stuff like, you know, someone pulls a move and everyone's like, whoa, you know, like that's (laughs) such a good, or like someone, you know, plays a bad guy, you know, there's some kind of reverse whatever, you know, or like, you know, some kind of winning flush or something like that. You know, I think those moments are so, are so special, you know, like, and, and that again, from that, like that holiday, that's, that's kind of what I really remember and really enjoyed. I think, I think it's, I think maybe it's even maybe more than conversation, you know, conversation can be so, you don't really explore anything like that. You're not really put into those situations where you can deceive sure. one another or where you can, do you know what I mean? Or like you need to yeah, lie to someone. Yeah, people start to show their true colours, you know, and That's their, it. their fighting spirit. That's it, you know, or like it's just silly stuff like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, you you pull a card or something and it's like you can take something from another person or something. It's like, oh, you can take two gyms or something from someone else and you're like, oh, well, which person should I do that with? And even like, you know doing it with kids you know like I've done I've done it with like my nephews and niece now they're old enough you know it's like they get so they're like don't take mine you know like kind of thing <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know that kind of stuff I think that stuff's um yeah I think I just think that that's just, actually you know so yeah much. you just remind that that kind of banter of yeah. like oh no no like you 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 start teaming up with someone going I mean look at him <laughs> he's got he's got everything that's you know. it that's it. I seem to remember, I can't remember what we were playing, but I seem to remember my mum getting in a really good position and we were all just like, well, every time someone got like a take something or do this to the other, skip a go or whatever, it would always go in my mum's direction. And then, and then I think she had some kind of absolute decimator card that she'd been holding and she just annihilated all of us. We were just like, mum, how could you? She's like, what do you mean? How could you? How could you? You know, <laughs> you guys have been teaming up. So yeah, I think yeah. stuff like that is, 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 um, is, is great. And like, we loved, I, like you say about kind of brain training, like, you know, even just playing with Sophia, like these games, and it's been so much fun. And like, cause it is so like, you're, you're having to cooperate against an aggressor or, 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 you know, some kind of logic problem or something that you need to do. And so it really does feel like you're doing it, you know, with, you know, like the cooperation element, I think is really good um uh for like kind of you know being a being a team and kind of mm-hmm. you know finding your weaknesses and oh no no you can remember you can do this and and you know you forget something or something and they're like no 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 we can if you do that I'll come here or whatever and you kind of share in that person's um you know losses and wins or whatever like something pays off it's really great and obviously if it doesn't we're like oh now we're gonna have to save you or we're gonna have to do this or <laughs> you know so I think I, I I really um that wasn't what I was going to be excited about but I have been for a long time excited about that and like I say just so impressed how balanced and how um yeah just how just how hard that must be how 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 um just hard enough not too easy you know mm-hmm. and fun not too punishing not too involved you know, just there's some really clever elements that I think are just, um, 
And obviously games go back thousands of years, you know, like to... Do they really? Well, I mean, obviously, like, I think uh, even like things like Mahjong and stuff like that, like that's all, you know, and and, uh, a lot of kind of war-like checkers and chess and stuff like that, war-like games. Of course, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, But even very, very primitive versions of games and, um, you know, even, I mean, slightly more um, athletic, but, you know, all the kind of sort of, not cricket-like games, but kind of, uh, what's the very English one with U-shaped pins in the ground? And oh, croquet. Like croquet and stuff like that as well. And, and That's kind like, of, feels like on the line somewhere between a sport and a game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I probably, mean, it's, sure. It's probably, it's, there's probably an exertion point, you know, where it has to be <laughs> so many calories burned to con- be considered sport. Sure. Yeah, maybe. There's like, there's one here, Cub? Cub? Cubby? Oh, Cub game. Yeah, I've, like I've got that a, as well. Throw a stick. That's kind of thing. That's some sticks. That's really fun. That's yeah. That's like two teams throw a stick, a, a standy up stick. Mm-mm. Again, yeah, it's very primitive, yeah. but it's really fun, especially in they're the yeah, best games. Especially, very very good actually for like uh, if you're with a load of new people, you can bond over. a you know, you're on my team. Let's let's work together. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a nice way to be introduced to people. Yeah, funny enough, you say that. Uh, <laughs> you want an insight into my family life? Um, <laughs> in uh, Costco, <laughs> and there is one in Iceland, uh, which is kind of like if anyone doesn't know, it's like a basically somewhere that seems to just buy things in such huge quantities that they can kind of <laughs> kind of have some discount to them anyway. But it's guys, it's a very much a joke here in Iceland. Everybody loves Costco because it's cheap. But it's great for buying stuff in bulk that you don't really care about, like toilet rolls and whatever. It's just, you can buy an absolute mountain of them. And it, it's a great feeling to know you've got a mountain of toilet roll and that's it, you're, you're done for the next six months or whatever. And, Do you um, know what? Like just, just very quickly on that, mm. is that there isn't any Costco's around here, mm. but there's one up north, mm. uh, very near my folks. And uh, my mum probably goes once a month. And she's like, do you want anything from Costco? And uh, I always say, toilet rolls, please. Oh, that's it is, <laughs> Toilet rolls, kitchen every time rolls, I see, cleaning stuff, amazing. Every time I see my parents, it's like a transfer between cars <laughs> of like bulk toilet roll. That's it. But it's, it's you know, look, which is two guys, but there's just, it's a great feeling. You just know you're covered. We, we have a little exactly. laundry room, open that laundry room. We've got duplicates of huge bags of rice, huge bags of pasta, you know, uh, uh, all kinds of cleaning cloths and wipes. And, you know, it's great for the kids, obviously. So like in there is this, we go recent, like the last, I don't know how many times we've been, there's this huge water, big whizzy table, flippy water ball extravaganza for kids, right? Some play, you know, oh, fill it yeah. with water and it flips and flaps and whatever. Every time we walk past it and I'm like, one day we're getting that. As soon as he's kind of in the position, uh, we're going to get that. And I think we were having a boring Sunday and uh, <laughs> I was just like, well, what are we going to do today? And we're like, oh, it's all right. The weather's okay. And so 
we're just like trying to think of you know things to do with him and and you know activities he could do and we're like you can't really go out weather's not that great but like you know could do some stuff on the balcony or whatever and I was like it'd be great if we had something like you know some water he loves stuff like that well you know and then I was like there's that thing in Costco I was like right I'm gonna get it I'm just gonna go and get it it'll be great we'll make the Sunday so drive down pick it up in a hurry huge absolutely huge but very cheap Drove back, set it up. Obviously, he thinks it's the best thing ever. Set it up on the balcony. He's doing water or whatever, but it came with all these little, I would like ball pit balls. I would describe them as ball pit balls. And there's two tiers to this water table. It's like the, the table and then there's the stand and then you can pour stuff through. But there's this little kind of sunken kind of dimple on the top where you, you're meant to kind of pour water on or whatever. And basically we were playing away, but then it started getting cold and obviously being wet, he starts getting cold. So we're like, okay, let's bring it in. I dry it off and everything like that. And we bring it into the house and we're like, oh, actually, where are we going to put it? It's huge. And then then obviously he's like, brilliant. So he's playing with it indoors. Obviously there's no water in it now, but it's got tons of stuff. And so we start getting, we're like, okay, let's put the balls back in the thing. And we just start like throwing the ball at this water thing. (laughs) And then... Sophia starts doing it and I'm like yeah but you've got to get it in the top bit that's the real that's the real that's the real thing and then like gradually a game starts forming we're like no no you have to stand here like see this bit here where this floor tile is okay so what you need to do you stand here and then Sophia to her absolute credit I kind of made up a thing where I was just like the game is if you can get two of the same colour ball through this little flap, it's like a little spinny cop wheelie thing, into that hole. And I was like, that's it. like we're, we'll call that like an instant win. Like no matter how many points you have. At like the same you, time. Yeah. So you throw one ball, like, let's say it's a green one. I think it was a green one she threw. Green one, it goes through this little flappy thing and into the thing, like super hard, right? And I was like, if you did that twice with the same colour, we'll call that like an instant win or whatever. And then Sophia just goes, does it one and we're like Wah! and like obviously in the meantime my son is obviously just like doing whatever he's doing he's like picking up the balls and we're like no 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 we need those we need those <laughs> obviously like obviously the idea was to play with him but we just ended up playing this game and then nice. um, and then Sophia was like what was the thing and I was like oh it has to be the same colour so she's just like Oscar, he was like playing with this little ball she's like give me this ball did it literally just no thought, like, no, like, oh, I'm going to try, whatever. Literally just like that. Like, it was like a miracle would happen. And obviously we were just whooping and obviously he'd had no idea what was going on. And we're just like, whoa, we did like literally <laughs> the two, like a bottle flip, you know, like doing it. I don't know. Let's say, oh, you flip this, like those impossible trick shots or whatever it was. So we just set this thing up and it is, I've never been able to do it since. Not even once, but literally twice in a row, same colour. And we were just like, well, that's it. That's the game. But we were like, it's stuff like that that is always surprisingly effective in any situation. Like when we were touring, there's so much waiting around that like a silly little game, can you throw that thing into the thing? Or like, can you roll this penny across the table into the goal? Or so, you know, like it would always be just some rubbish idea. But it was 
immediately start dragging people in to the, like people will see you doing it and they'll be like, oh, what do you do? And we're like, oh yeah, okay. So what you need to do is flick this coin, you know, to hit this bottle or something and then go into the thing. And like, I think there's just some, like a pub game, I would almost call it, where it's kind of, sure. you know, uh, what's the word? Like a small space, like con- uh, constricted. Contained. Yeah, contained area to kind of do some kind of game or, uh, uh, you know, f- I don't know, and it's always like it's some. I think I swear I remember being at like Dunkirk, and like we were just playing. We were just some water bottle or something on the floor. I'm like, right, you got to kick that water bottle, you know, into this thing. <laughs> I think we we were just waiting for a ferry for like three hours or something. We would do, literally did it the entire time, like make up new rules and like, okay, you need to, you know, we call that a bogey or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, or <laughs> some kind of like mechanism. But I, I think stuff like that is is it's always it's always the silliest thing, but it's amazing how quick it brings people together and brings people in, you know, as well. Or like you yeah, yeah, yeah. miss and someone gets it, you know, like, can you have my ball back type thing, you know, I think as well. The simple ones, though, because like you were saying before, by the way, I also think we should just keep talking about gaming. Yeah, and, sure, sure. And, and, and sack off everything else. Sorry. So the, uh, the sim- there's, you're saying about it's hard to kind of construct the rules and create like mm. a really great experience. Mm. But on the other side, like what you're getting at is like the, the really simple ones Mm-mm. are sometimes so fun. Mm. And I love it how when they start evolving, you yeah. oh no, actually, no, you can't. Someone else joins. Like, what are you guys up to? <laughs> oh yeah, you have to throw the thing on the thing, but you can't let it do this. Otherwise that's instant out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you're like, it evolves and you make up all these stupid, stupid rules. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, I say stupid. It is part of the, part of the fun, a bit of limitation. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's like a, there's a pub up the road here and there's, um, this game I never heard of, mm. um, until I was there with, with my running club. Mm. And, uh, it's apparently a a local to this county game. Okay. Uh, wow. And it's basically uh, on a little table mm-hmm. that's uh, a big piece of, it's like solid brass or something, right. on a slope with a hole in it. Okay, right, yeah. And you have like these little uh, kind of like coins things, discs, metal discs, mm. and you have to throw it at the thing. Right. At a certain distance. And there's something like, if it hits it, because obviously it's on a slope, mm-hmm. it's so hard. It, if it hits it and goes right in the hole, mm-hmm. it's like two points. Right. And if it hits it and and lands still on it, it's one point. Oh, okay, nice. Right, yeah. But then most of them obviously fall off. And it's it's like a... It's it's a very much like a pub game. It's Mm-mm. so simple. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's having a few beers. It gets yeah. like, oh, you know, oh, so close. <laughs> you know, it's but it's like so. I've never seen it in my life, mm. uh, but it's yeah, very very addictive and and great if you like, you know, pub culture is it's perfect for yeah. that. You know, but you get you like. I think there's something about obviously yeah certainly around pub culture, but like those things where like there can be such instant heroes in those situations. Like there's something amazing about that kind of culture where you, you, you could be, you know, like you could be there with a friend and you're showing them how to play this thing and you're like, oh, you know, it's actually pretty fun, isn't it? And, and it's easy and you can sit and you can eat and you can give it a go, oh, I'll, you know. And then like, it's just such a, I feel like there's such a Englishness about like, 
oh, I'll have a go. You know, can I have a go at that? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you miss and then, you know, it bounces and rolls near someone's table and then they're like, oh, I'll have a go. You know, like, and then like, oh, <laughs> and then they're there kind of get, you know, becomes like a... um like a like a magnet like that stuff and like you can have it where suddenly someone comes along and just first time does the hardest like all the rules you've just made up everything is there they have no like no knowledge of it and they're just like oh here you go like and then well like you can just have <laughs> either, oh yeah you either celebrate or going oh I guess that's it then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it kind of ruined it for everyone. Okay, funny enough, it just reminded me of, um, oh man, we went on tour uh, with the James Cleaver Quintet, uh, kind of no longer uh, a band. And it was one of our first tours. And uh, it was a weird, like, our band and our and my friends and everything like that like and again obviously you know lucky enough to be in a band with my friends and they're all my friends we all have a very similar sense of humor Mm -hmm. all a bit weird we all like playing around with words and ideas and making up silly characters and putting on silly voices and and like long running jokes and, you know, and the far show. And, you know, we grew up on that kind of English uh, humor. And it's weird when you like meet <laughs> like another band and it's kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to hang out for the next however long, you know, like it's, we're going to be doing this for two weeks or something. And obviously, like the first day, maybe you know one of them, or maybe it's just like, oh, you know, and obviously, it's always, you know, you know, nice to be in the situation. Be like, oh, just, you know, like, ah, oh, what's the deal tonight? You know, I'll oh, just come in our dressing room. Like it's made, it's nicer and bigger and eat our food or whatever, you know, like it was, it's always nice when you can be in, you know, you can be, try and be generous and really mm-hmm. accommodating or whatever. And, um, and it's, of all the tours, it's a funny one because I remember at the beginning there was, it was a little bit standoffish. We just couldn't quite, we, I don't know. It just, we, it just was, that's how it felt. It's just, we weren't really sure. And it's funny how like, it can be really silly things that just like, I don't know, seem like if you imagine like two opposing forces, it's like, it's funny what like little things sometimes like just get over the fence a little bit. And you hear them saying something and you you know what they're talking about and you laugh or something like that. And and like, it is like this kind of gra- gradual relationship. And as the tour goes on, you know, maybe something, there's a funny thing or a funny reference that we've, a show we've all watched or something like that. Or, and it's something we all, we one of us says, you know, um, it does an impression of. And then the, the other, they're like, oh, that's so good, that program. And it starts this kind of thing. And it reminds me, oh, it's such a great, it's such a great game, and I hope I do it justice by passing it on. Okay. By the end of the tour, we were best of friends, and <laughs> I think I think it kind of was cemented by one time there was an annoying place at a venue where we had to like we could only have one van in at a time, and we had our van in, but then 
kind of basically they'd put their van in and we needed to get into it or whatever. So we kind of came <laughs> with our van behind and they kind of like proceeded to kind of jump on our van with like varying objects and kind of sort of threaten us through <laughs> through the window. And I think it seemed to have like one of them had like an iron and one of them, <laughs> like just random stuff. And so we, by the end of the tour, we were really good friends and, and, you know, had a, a little kind of romance going on. And after, I think it was the last show we were in Bristol and we really you know, kind of, we'd all got to this point where like our romance was sort of spilling over and it was kind of like, you know, we were so boring on tour and I am so boring as a person, but when I'm touring, I'm just like, I need, I just want to concentrate on the show, no eating, drinking, nothing, just, you know, fitness and health and all this kind of stuff, just because, you know, that's just, that's me. Mm -hmm. So like the last day, it's like, right, everything's out the window like talk as much as I want do whatever I want and um and so we were kind of like this energy was like oh what are you guys doing after the show like what are we gonna you know and so I don't actually remember what happened like obviously the point the annoying thing with shows is that like by the time you've hung out a little bit after the show put all your gear back in the van got everything ready it's like one two in the morning and um, so we were just in Bristol looking for anywhere and usually you're hungry as well. So we're like looking for somewhere with food and somewhere where we could, you know, we was having a drink or whatever, but just somewhere to hang out. Mm-hmm. And we're walking around Bristol walking, and I don't know Bristol at all. I've been there about four or five times. And I, to be honest, I still don't know Bristol, even though, uh, uh, even after being there that many times, I always get lost, but they seem mm-hmm. to know. And we were just walking along and then one of them turned like we were kind of had a long procession of kind of our touring crew theirs and everything which is like, oh you know like it's gonna be great or whatever but there was also like a sneaking suspicion that we've missed it like it's everything's gonna be closed sure, sure. we're just gonna yeah, end yeah. up standing in a car park you know kind of thing like <laughs> loitering somewhere and or 24-hour tescos that's it exactly yeah, yeah. you know just a bag of croissants and um <laughs> uh, and one of them goes into this theater like it's right on the road, like literally the, the this this kind of looks like the back door of a theater. Literally, just little, no, no sign, no nothing. But there's a party going on in this thing, and they they just walked straight in, and I was like, oh, they must know. Like maybe they know, and so we all started filing in, and it became really apparent that we'd walked into someone's party, <laughs> and like <laughs> this theater had had like an end of run or whatever party and we were clearly the odd ones out like we really we looked very sweaty <laughs> and we like we'd all played shows we would didn't weren't dressed anywhere like how we were not, obviously nothing to do with the play but there was a bar and that was great and we had a few friends with us as well and so everyone kind of came in on the sort of thinking like oh they must know like someone, someone else knows somebody what's knows here, yeah. what's going on but this is great it's a nice place you don't want to question it too much. Yeah, no like, one's. Yeah, exactly. oh, someone probably knows what's yeah, going on. I'm Let's sure. just go along with it. Yeah, exactly. And so turn off the inquisitiveness. And I think we had like you know, like we had we had like people who, like, it wasn't just your mates. It was like we had our managers with us. We had like uh, one of our producers with us. People we knew, 
but like we you wouldn't take them to a random dive bar kind of like you you wouldn't put someone like that in that situation if that makes sense but we all didn't know we just assumed someone else knew right so we were in there and like the it was kind of really shifting from like party like soiree like oh, okay to like there was sort of music playing and a DJ was starting to play and then people were starting to dance and like the bar was kind of uh, uh, like, you know, really coming into effect kind of thing. And so we were just like, oh, this is great. You know, like it's a really nice environment. No one was really questioning us particularly. And then the James Cleaver guys, I, I love them. I think about this all the time. They were always very silly. We were always very silly. But they had this game and, it, and I don't know if they made it up then. I don't know anything more about it. What they started doing is, you know, the classic thing is everyone's kind of a bit embarrassed to dance. And so what people would do is just dance a bit silly and like kind Mm -hmm. of just, you know, or some kind of rock and roll songs on, someone starts dancing a bit silly. And then other people kind of get involved because it's kind of funny. And it's usually how people kind of actually get to dancing. And what they started, (laughs) what they started doing, and I think it's the best thing and I hope everybody does it for the rest of life. We're going to call it four, three, two, one, right? Okay. And what happens is they got into the, those, those uh, uh, well, five of them, they kind of got into the middle of the dance place, dance, dancing floor. area. Yeah. <laughs> floor. Yeah. <laughs> and they started dancing, right? And I don't know what's playing, just the usual kind of DJ family friendly stuff. And then <laughs> they would point at someone and be like, four, three, two, one. And then point at them and then they would dance for a bit by themselves and then everyone else would start dancing, right? But this is where they really (laughs) took us from like being suspicious outsiders and we just slowly integrated into the... Because what they started doing is then they did it to us. And then obviously we do a silly dance or whatever. And you obviously you come up with something even sillier than, than the last person or something. And then... Or you look like you're not going to do something and then you do something and then you're involved. You're in the game then. And then, so then someone else says it and then everyone's like, oh yeah, four, three, two, one. They start dancing. And then, (laughs) then they started doing it to people who were very much not part of our group. And the Mm -hmm. genius was, is that now we'd amassed so much peer pressure and we'd have got such a group on the (laughs) dance floor that now we were invincible. So then obviously they would turn around to someone like, you know, it would be like if you were breaking into somewhere, the last thing you'd do is go up to the security guard and just be like, you know what, yeah, mate? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And start but, dancing. But they would take, you know, Richard Richard Phillips, the director, you know, musical director of the... And they'd be like, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and it, he would start dancing. And then he's involved. And we just... they It just... This game just spread and spread. And then till literally the entire room was playing this game. And like... Of nobody knew who anybody was. That that was that we had had. There was enough of us that we could probably match their numbers by this point, and it just brought the entire room together. And we we're laughing at each other and had our arms round people and you know whatever. But it was like such a silly, like it, I don't know if they had done it before, but it just started off this time like 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 a game of like you know what is it like outbreak or pandemic or something you have to start with your or risk you start with your little island and you bring more people yeah, in or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was just such a, I I think about it so fondly that we literally took this room of like complete suspicion and they were like 
what are you guys doing? You know, do we know those people? You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then just assimilated and everyone was having such a good time and like, like I said, the whole, literally the entire room, mums, dads, you know, oh, my nephew's come. Like it was family friendly, like kids were doing it. Older, you know, older gen, and like clearly people who would never do something like that as well. Like very, very clearly, various, you know, esteemed thespians were just getting involved with this girl. Like it literally was just the perfect. That's great device, but I it's think like of it v- so viral fondly. in the viral in the analog sense. That's it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. It, it, but there is something in that, like when you, if you're so. Uh, when I was a kid, mm. I once, my mum was like, can you go to Marks and Spencer's and pick these trousers up? Mm. And I was like, me and my friend, okay, cool. Went mm. in uh, to Marks and Spencer's. Oh yeah, I can pick this, yeah, got this thing to pick up. Picked them up and then walked out and then met my mum again. And she's like, okay, cool, yeah. Um, did you pay? No. <laughs> You didn't tell us. You told us to pick them you up. To- so you we said, "Mum." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, but the and it stuck with me forever because just by it's like the ultimate innocence. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but being so, like you know your mates mm. being so like confident in that scenario, yeah. you know that you'd never be questioned. Mm. That it's yeah, it's so it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I think I think it's it's there is such a. Uh, like that kindness of strangers thing. It, I think it, 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 like I say, it really is something that we, you know, even if it's just like a cashier or something like that, something funny happens or you share a joke or you, you know, whatever for like a, a minute, I, it's anything that can kind of like bring people together. And it could just be a moment that's, you know, that, 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 that was the only time that, that moment could have could have happened kind of thing mm-hmm. but it brought everyone together for that one thing and i think like again that's kind of what's and i mean to some regard like we're saying about kind of you know like playing games with your parents or whatever like i think that is such a you know i i personally am kind of always finding i'm readdressing my relationship with my siblings and my uh, and you know my nieces and nephews and, and my son and even you know sophia's we're aging and changing I think like those things, like those little games and stuff like that, like, you know, like, like, a, you know, I think of like maybe we're playing a game and like I say, my mum just pulls like some absolute Uno reverse kind of card or whatever. <laughs> and I That's think, a good game. and it's like such a learning, I mean, she's like, whoa, like, do you know what I mean? Like it's almost like a learning thing as well. You're kind of, um, it's like a vessel for, for, for an exchange of, of, Sort of relationship it's like a it's a really good uh, definitely stimulus but they can sense. but they can also turn into like the, the tradition element is really cool like you mentioned mm. uno mm. uh that the card game that's mm. all based on colors uh or numbers i can't remember anymore but um yeah we we had that as mm. like kids and always used to play it do you want to play uno mm. and then we'd always, all play it together and uh oh, the, one of the weirdest games has just come to my mind mm. i had this game have you played past the pigs <laughs> no, <laughs> I've like I met someone a few years ago. I can't, I can't remember who that where this came up, and mm. I was like, "You are the only person outside my family who I've ever ever spoken with this about." <laughs> it's like it doesn't exist. Sure, you bet. You you. It's in this little box, like a little. It's like a little flat glasses case. Kind oh, of is size. it if the pigs are standing up or not? 
Yeah. Okay. They, they, there's, they, yes. they have well, like their the legs a bit askew, so yeah. they can go in this jaunty angles on the side. And there's two, two of them. Okay. Or maybe more. And it's if you, you get any, or maybe four, you get like a different combinations of stance get sure. you different points. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you try, you, so you roll in these little plastic <laughs> things around. I just think it's the most bizarre game ever. I think it feels like almost like a take. I think I have played it. it feels like a take on kind of bones. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's the same kind of, like some kind of like knuckle bone thing, just like, oh, you know, that means your liver's, you know, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of, because it is that kind of thing, like you're kind of rolling pigs and then, yeah, like you're like, oh, okay, that's a 2Z, that's, you know, that one's on its, that's on its side. Yeah, I know, but, like, but, but it's just, you kind of go, when you actually think about it, you're like, why? Like who, like with, it's because it's not based on anything. Mm-mm. Like at least like, something like I don't know we're talking about like settlers kind of games sure. there, there's a lot of space in that kind of age, in that kind of age or the the kind of strategy games like Command and Con mm. based in some weird kind of dystopian uh, future mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I guess I guess I guess it's just in the spirit of fun there doesn't need to be a reason yeah and like it's it's um, you know like uh, uh, it, like kind of very relevant like uh you know even since having my son it's a funny thing of like like obviously you have to establish games as like a different mode of life like it's an interesting thing when you think about it like I mean obviously like one of the early even silly things just like oh you know peekaboo and stuff like that like it's so one dimensional, but it kind of has to be, if if that makes sense. And it's an interesting idea where, you know, like a very common game is, you know, I, I now I can chase him around the house, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to kill him and I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to murder him. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. But just, yeah, just, just, you have to do that on the internet now. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm I'm playing with him, but it's a it's an act. I'm like, you know, maybe I'm roaring at him, or like, you know, maybe I'm looking at him like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get you kind of thing. But I'm not gonna but, get you, him. But you're not gonna get him. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you had me going there. Okay, <laughs> just keep the keep on the right side of clarification. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, and like, you know, or and it's funny when you think of stuff like that. You're like, oh yeah, like it's like a. It's like a like a body language thing. Like you're like, oh, we're 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 playing. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not being aggressive to you. You know, like if I'm gonna chase you, I'm not chasing you because I'm angry. I'm chasing you in a in a fun way, and that's different to when I need you to put your shoes on so you can. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, he has a lot of crossover because he's like, oh, you're chasing me. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's a funny. It is funny, like those little it makes you really think about the little devices that you have in play to 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 communicate that to someone else like you know I think I, I mean like I remember as a kid I mean football was obviously the the you know the uh the great communicator certainly when I was a sure. kid and it was kind of just like you didn't really have a choice it was just the only thing that was going on at that time you had to pick a team and then that was it you had a place and that we'd you know where you're playing 
play. Go, <laughs> yeah, you're the goalkeeper. Yeah. You're this, go, you know. But the, the genius, the genius I've always thought about that is that um, it's probably, I know it's kind of into sport, but mm. it's still a game, I guess. Yeah. Well, it is a game. The, the, it's the game. Mm. The, what do they call it? The great game or something? There you go. Um, but you can play it with anything. Like mm. you can play it with a Coke can uh, or exactly. any other brand of can. Mm. Um, and we used to, you know, dump a couple of jumpers on the floor after school uh, for goals. Mm. And you can, any space that's anywhere, mm-hmm. you can kick anything. Mm. It's like you don't need equipment. So there's no like barriers to entry. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You can, you can just, you just need people. Yeah. Well, uh, put it, put it this way. My school, when I was, lived in Norwood, um, it was a very small school. And basically at some point, I mean, the balls got smaller and smaller and smaller. It was a very, imagine a, a very small, maybe even hard, maybe a netball court sized fenced in. This is, you know, when this you say the London. balls get small, you mean, do you mean the pitch? As in, imagine a piece of concrete about the size of a netball okay. pitch with chain link fence all around it mm-hmm. and like a million kids in it. Mm. And so obviously it, trying to play any kind, kind, like, of, kind of- like a zoo. Yeah, kind of like a zoo, yeah. Trying to play, put it this way, we did our PE. This, this is really ages it. When we did PE, it was in pants and vest. That's that's what we're talking about here. Oh, really? In yeah, the winter? Yeah. Uh, just any time. You're just you're right. in your pants and your vest in the hall. That's that's your PE kit. There was no. We we had to do that if we forgot our kit. But you oh, have okay. like a no, no. Yeah, this yeah. was just pants and vest. That's what it was. Any don't matter who you were. That's any just in every situation. And uh, yeah, and. <laughs> Obviously, it started at one point with football, maybe even before my time, but some kid inevitably got a football to the face. So they were like, okay, you kind of footballs. So it ended up becoming like, you know, like, you know, those kind of rubbish, like, boom, kind of <laughs> uh, rubbish air ball. Oh, the really, really bouncy ones. And they just float and kind of... In the wind, yeah. yeah all over the place. And then I think that, that, that wasn't allowed. Then it went down to a tennis ball and then... I was no. definitely there. Uh, someone got a tennis ball to the face. And so they were like, right. Oh, oh, and also there was a fight. And so they were like, right, no more balls, right? So of course we were like, well, let's just play invisible football. So the fact that they were trying to bring down the violence here, right? Imagine the utter carnage of With trying to football. ascertain who had the ball and who had scored. And often it would be like, we'd be at one end, you know, with like sort of, you know, 50 other kids trying to, you know, like, oh yeah, I've got the ball and I'm leading. It's like deciding who got shot. Like it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and then like, we'd be like, go. And then you'd see the other end of the net, but then they'd be like, go. I'm like, Oh, okay. Someone screwed up. <laughs> Someone screwed <laughs> yeah, up yeah. So many fights. Like it got reversed so quickly. And even as a kid, I we would just remember just being like, this is the dumbest thing ever. This is the stupidest idea any school teacher has ever had in their life. I think it came back to tennis ball uh, 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 pretty quickly. But yeah, I just remember just the I'm violence. Surprised, I'm surprised they missed out ping pong ball. You know, that would have been well, yeah, a, I mean, a cha- yeah. challenging happy medium. <laughs> But like I said, I think there is a beauty, like you say, is that kind of thing. There is that such a beauty in, in it being just such a, it's so basic, 
you know, mm. yeah, you know, if you're really not considering, you know, the offside rule and those kinds of things, like just like you say, jumpers for goalposts. And I think that's the the mark of a great game, right? Is that it's just it's just a couple of things that you need, and that's it. You can you can do it anywhere. Um, definitely, definitely, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. This that. I don't even know where to start. So many good ones. I just, I have to mention this though, because you've probably seen it, but one of the most joyful after your story about going into the, um, the back door of this theater. Sure. Um, you must've seen that YouTube video. It's quite old now of the guy dancing in the field at a festival. There could be a lot of those. Okay. I'm not, I might, you, it's, it's so good. I don't even want to describe it because it's not as good as watching it. Sure. But I will send it to you and I'll put a link below. Sure, please. You can enjoy just, it together. Just for pure <clears throat> feel-good factor okay. of humans. It's brilliant. Well, that's it. It's meant to kind of, you know, I think that's that's the great... I think Obviously, you know, even um, with the online element now, with even with the video games. And obviously during COVID as well, like that the idea that you can you can still play with your friends and whether that's you play in playing FIFA or like all the kind of deathmatch like games and COD and and uh or there's a I don't I can't even keep I'm not even sure. Whenever I see one come up on the PlayStation thing, I'm like, I don't even know. Is that a story? Is that a, are we just is that just online now? I think the lines are kind of there's zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's always zombies. Yeah. There's always some kind of, I'm assuming it was like a bonus thing and then now that's a, a thing. But again, you know, I've, I've, I've never quite crossed the bridge into in, into it. But again, I think like it's a great idea that that's so readily available now. Like you can literally do it all through your console. You know, it's kind of somewhat policed to some degree and, and you can play a game with someone, you know, from a completely different country or completely different mm-hmm. place. Um, obviously, you know, sure. There's kind of a lot of uh, there can be a lot of toxicity in in those. You know, there's that fine line between sort of friendly banter and uh, uh, kind of <laughs> a, a bit of you know toxicity in that. But yeah, it's 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 interesting how like it is it is still those very simple ideas. You know, like was it Flappy Bird and Angry oh, that was a big Angry one. Birds? Angry Birds, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's just get that pig in that thing do you know what I mean or whatever like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. such a simple I've always I really like those as well but I think there's also like a um, maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a time consideration mm. like if you're with people mm. and you're playing something together it's you know two three hours all good mm-hmm. if I'm on my own I don't want to I'll spend an hour sometimes two if mm. if I'm lucky but I don't want to play for like hours. Saying that, I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. I like I like to play. I used to get up before my parents and play The Sims, sure. but I never play it because I didn't care about actually jumping through the hoops of Rosebud, Rosebud One Thousand, or whatever. Uh, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to build an epic house, yeah. and that was the best thing ever. And I remember this one. That you could also like game the game, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't put a swimming pool inside, right? Right. So what did I do? Oh, yeah, but what you could do, I built this one house, it's mm. incredible. I built a room the size of the whole plot. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who hasn't played The Sims, everyone knows The Sims. Yeah. I'm not going to explain it. 
Yeah, built a room the whole size of the whole plot, mm-hmm. and then I built an upstairs on, mm-hmm. on the same size, mm-hmm. and then I put a staircase in right in the middle of the downstairs, mm-hmm. and then I deleted the wall downstairs and so just like filled it with a swimming pool. Nice. With a little path up to the stairs. So essentially, it's just this massive floating house suspended by a staircase and then a massive swimming pool everyone could enjoy underneath. Nice. It was, we, my, pr- it was my proudest gaming moment, <laughs> I, I've got to say. Well, I think it's funny with The Sims is that like the idea is that, you know, it's like a life simulation thing. But I think most people played the actual game, I like the real schleb of it, as in you have to get a job and you can't afford yeah, any yeah. of the things. Like I feel like that goes by the wayside more more so than any other game. Just like, oh, no, I, I do that in real life. Like, I don't want to have to, you know. Well, that's it. Yeah. I, I, wanna, too, I just want to build something crazy. And then afterwards, you're like, all right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, <laughs> that's it. never do anything. Like, I never would, like, really put my sim in the house or get them. I'd just be like, okay, I'll get an- another one, I suppose. Or <laughs> like, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the game for well, That's it. And if it's, if it's, because it's, in my mind, it's escapism, right? And yeah. it's meant to be fun, you know. It's uh, If it's too similar to real life, I often find this, and I may have said it on here, mm. but with Red Dead. Oh, I'm glad you uh, mentioned this. This is Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it. But, so I'm a big GTA fan. I played GTA 1, GTA London, GTA 2. Mm. I used to spend, li- I used to play GTA 2 for so long the the game stopped generating other things like <laughs> cars and people. It was just it was a ghost town. Right. Uh, so yeah, okay. It's not all about time for me. I did used to you know really go for, for a long time. Um, I, I kind of skipped San Andreas Vice City, mm-hmm. and then well, I played a bit of San Andreas because it was quite good, but I never owned it. Um, Vice City I found very dark and depressing, mm-hmm. and then GTA Five came out. And I, I love it. I mm-hmm. loved it so much. It is, it is. I know it's like it's. It, I think it's the highest grossing game of all time. M- it must be. Yeah, yeah. It broke loads of records mm-hmm. when it came out. And I know they're working on GTA Six, mm-hmm. but I played it all the way through. But GTA Five was incredible. It was switching the character between three characters was mm-hmm. a genius move because mm-hmm. if you get a bit bored, you can just change your world and then you yeah. literally just land in the middle of another thing and it's it really keeps it interesting mm-hmm. um but what i that actually got me to play missions because previously all i'd do is just piss about and uh, well i don't go. i was gonna say i so funny you say that i have literally there is a about an hour that's kind of in limbo in my life every evening there is a an hour that I aggressively don't do any work. That's that's the thing. No work, calm down, get ready for bed. Because otherwise my brain will just work. I can't do any music, I can't do anything. So I am literally, as we speak, literally I would just, I have was like, oh, I'll, I'll just chip away at a game. Like little mm. half hour, 45 minutes on the game. It's It's just, it's great. Little, and it's just, and it's my time. I, it's like completely my time. I love it. I'll just chip away at that. I can't do anything music. So it's like that or I do some reading. And as we speak, as of last night, I am on the last mission of Grand Theft Auto Five. Are you really? After, after deciding I've never completed any of them. 
mm-hmm. and I've never yeah, no done way. all the missions. And I was just like, oh, that's a good, silly game. And, and funny enough, Sophia had never played it when we first got the PlayStation. I was like, oh, you'd love it. It's just, you can like, you can do the story or you can do what everyone else does and just sort of blow everything up and kill everyone. Like, and <laughs> yeah. that's, you can be as mindless or as involved as you like. And I think that's the, the duality they've really mastered. They nailed it. Yeah. But also what I really like is they reward you for pissing about. So like, <laughs> exactly. you can, you can, you can just be pissing about <laughs> and happen to see, oh, that looks like a good jump in my really <laughs> fast car that I've nicked off <laughs> someone and <laughs> evaded the police finally. Uh, and you go for it. You find the best run-up position and just go for it. And then it like it slow mos it, cinema camera, <laughs> all the pans around. And then you get like ching 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 ching. You've like you've best jumping, whatever. I can't remember. It's been a while. But you get some kind of cred <laughs> for doing something stupid. And yeah. it's that it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And um, yeah, balances that like you say really well. I, I, I do remember. I, I I was like with the same the same game same mindset oh i should i should actually try and like Mm. get somewhere with this um but i I was on xbox i think at Mm. the time and uh i got a playstation so got was it even on xbox is it how old is it yeah yeah it's it's, it's cross 10 years oh yeah it's got to be a long time now okay fine um but there's a mission where you have to go in a little submarine yeah. That goes so slowly <laughs> and also has the most annoying controls. It yeah. just turns like really inverted, abruptly. Inverted uh, axis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you hit stuff and dives and all this. But it's like, and you just sit there <laughs> and you have to go around the whole island collecting these underwater coins yeah. or something. Mm. And it literally took like, I'm sure it's over an hour. <laughs> uh, just, but it just and just like it sat there mm. like this is so boring but they, they dangle the carrot just enough they'd be like an, a what, adult like sound of a dolphin like or something <laughs> or a, a little like there was a whale sometimes they go by or whatever nice yeah it's a yeah it's I, again i but funny enough again like it um obviously like a huge part was the radio stations in the cars oh my god and i have the best fact okay Hit me. It's I love that game mm-hmm. before even playing it when I discovered that they had uh, recruited Axel Rose mm. to be one of the DJs on one of the stations in GTA Five. Well, I it doesn't even stop there. Have you? Ha, okay. You should listen with re- refreshed ears, and I think it speaks for how much that. And again, like GTA is such a big part of like the whole jackass kind of culture and stoner culture and just kind of teenage culture. It's just perfectly in line. You know, it's in every studio break room, all that kind of, cause it's just the perfect, like, Oh, I've died. Here you go. Type game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just mindless and you don't have to do anything, but like now Tyler, the creator flying Lotus and there's loads of no. actors. Um, obviously like Trevor is, is a really, famous actor and obviously uh, uh michael is um uh matey from reservoir dogs like so really yeah yeah so like, okay right i need to go back to this so like miss loads. it speaks for like how much this game is such a part of you know that that era you know of 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 kind of you know like i say just 
being always on, just readily available. You can kind of exercise your demons or you can play the game or, you know, and you can fly stuff and do whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, funny enough, again, listening to the radio stations, um, like I've found it really inspiring sometimes. I've like, it's given me ideas because it's such a great way of to like flick between stuff and know that it's going to be good. And obviously it's like comedy chat, you know, ones and, but yeah, like Flying Lotus is one. Tyler, the creator has like exclusive uh, songs on there. Um, no way. Some of the songs on there just generally like absolute rages. Um, yeah, I remember some great music channels. Um, but also what I find interesting about it is that it's it's a Scottish game. Really? Uh, yeah, so Rockstar is a Scottish company. I think they've I been bought that. by someone else. But is it Edinburgh or is it Glasgow? I can't remember. It's Scottish. Okay. I'm pretty sure of that. Okay. And then obviously it's the, the early doors they had London, but it's it's uh, normally American mm-hmm. based. I think Vice uh, Vice City was New York, wasn't it? And then along San the lines Andre- of yeah, yeah, San Andreas was LA, and GTA Five is like a because it's like a condensed island that yeah. has a bit of everything on yeah, it. Yeah, a bit of everything. But what I really like is like when um, I've been to LA like. Mm a number of times uh, and you go to all the tourist spots mm. or, and go different ways and explore different bits. But a lot of, a lot of that's in there as well. Like sure. you can go in the, up the Hollywood Hills, the Griffith observatories in there mm-hmm. and just all these bits where you like, and conversely, uh, I went to, I played GTA five for ages mm. and then there was one really annoying. It was this pier. It was really annoying because there's always like these bollards you'd hit and they they never move and they'd yeah. absolutely ruin your car. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, but then when I was in America a couple of years ago, I went to Santa Monica, mm. uh, which is, you know, LA coastline. And Santa Monica Pier is, I didn't realize, one of the most famous piers of all time. And okay. I was like, oh my God, this is the pier <laughs> from GTA 5. Yeah. And it's happened a few times where you're like, this is in GTA 5. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're driving through and you're like, guys, everyone, this is just, yeah, yeah this is GTA 5. I'm having a moment. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. No one will get this, but I ran along there and like shot <laughs> 10 people. <laughs> you're like, exactly. It's, um, it's just like inverse tourism. I don't know. It's just, a, it's a, it's such a weird thing, but I kind of like that the references to reality and the kind of larger than life uh kind of cultural observations yeah it's very um, there is a kind of um a caricature like way even the behind the characters they're kind of very uh kind of exuberant and kind of uh, uh well again like you say yeah like a larger than life uh kind of f- feeling even like the voice dialogue of the people walking by and stuff like that like it's always kind of very tongue in cheek and there's there's a certain strain of kind of comedy within the within the the series for sure that's kind of you know very uh very uh like pink hollywood glitzy overblown you know looks and nose jobs kind of thing it seems to be yeah yeah yeah. uh, which i think it maybe it originates you know scottish humor is pretty good mm. and uh yes mate i didn't know that yeah, that could be the angle. What um, I'm interested. What are your like first memories of like video games or first you know experiences? I mean, I <laughs> so we used to have a uh, family friend. My mum and dad 
they it's how they met and through this couple and they had kids same age as my mum and dad so it was always kind of every couple of weeks we'd end up going around their house and my dad and and their dad was were really into computers and I have I mean other than like I say I distinctly remember my dad coming home with you know the internet I remember that Mm -hmm. being a thing sitting on his you know sitting on his lap and using a laptop and going on AOL and I remember there being like some kind of frog-based educational game that was on the computer and that being a thing but I think definitely coinciding with don't tell your mum type ethics Mm -hmm. I remember being at um, their house and uh, they had Mortal Kombat and no way and I on floppy disk obviously you know eight floppies or whatever it was and obviously being a teenage you know or pre-teenage kid obviously thinking it was the best thing in the whole like just the fatality and the blood and it's just just utter boydom in that just the violence and obviously we would just play against each other and just learn all the moves and all the different abilities and sub-zero and you know and the to do the get over here with the scorpion and the electricity bolts and raiden all that kind of like and i remember then yeah like distinctly remember having a car moment with my dad where he was like have a look at this and i was like whoa and he was like yeah i got it put it on the computer but don't tell mum. <laughs> and you have to put it with the, you have to have the volume down so the the family computer was like sort of in the loft and so i would be sitting up there just playing more combat forever i think I think that's probably the first, like, I don't know how old I was. Too young for whatever the age of the game was, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely from there, I remember Actua Soccer. I remember that. (laughs) Unreal pixels, like kind of an early FIFA-like thing, but just moving pixels on a screen. Like just probably the worst graphics on earth if I even saw them now. It would be stick stick man level you know kind of graphics but i remember like trying i remember having i remember our home beat pc just consistently just tanking it so we mm-hmm. they're like i would try and i'd be like oh dad please can i get this game or whatever and then it just wouldn't work on our computer i remember there being a great one about dinosaurs that i really wanted to play it just wouldn't run at all i would sit there and pray that it would just doing the same thing i must i must be insane just trying to load it i'd give it a couple of days try and load it again and maybe the screen would you know the the title screen would come on and then it would just kind of just tank and i'd just be like oh please i'd just be wishing for it to to work but i'm at the time i think you know the 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 way things were moving it was so fast like just never kept up and then i don't think i got a console or anything like that until I got a PlayStation 1. Did you? Actually, that's a lie. My sister had a Master System, a Sega Master System, which had Alex the Kid on it. I would play Alex the Kid, but I don't think I ever got past the first bit. I was much too young. Um, so yeah, I got PlayStation 1 and that was like Tony Hawk's the, Pro the, prop, the proper grey square one? Yeah, yeah. The the big round, you know, clicky buttons on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that would have been like... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. 
Command and Conquer, which I know was kind of like a PC game, but I remember having something like that. And then I think gaming truly came into my life upon Metal Gear Solid coming out. And I, it's maybe the only game I like went in. Like I had everything. I literally, when Meryl got shot, It, it it got me good. I remember it was just everything I wanted. Stealth games was like everything. I just, the idea as I would get it, I, and I, to this day, this is how I am. Um, I'm so fun to be around. Uh, <laughs> I have to do it. Nobody has to see me and I have to go in so clean. All the deaths, every, everything I need to do has to be so clean. no, not a, like perfect everything to what fit. game's this metal gear solid it's a, it sounds like hitman it like is that. but way before there's been a few oh, okay. since but it's um uh uh konami is is who did it so uh the people who did like death stranding um well do they do um not, but, yeah. do they do crash bandicoot no no um no, no i think that was capcom okay fine but yeah that was again i mean yeah, crash bandicoot i remember um certainly having that and then yeah, but I think when by the time Metal Gear Solid came along, then I was like, games like that. That was definitely like just came at the perfect time. I remember it had the um, demo CD for Silent Hill in the in the nice. uh, box, and that came out at the time. Again, that was far too scary for me at that time. So I'm, I don't know how old I was, but I remember being terrified trying to play the demo version of that. Um, how, how about you? Yeah, I, uh, I never, I never had a console myself okay. uh, for the longest time. But we, I'm trying to think. I used to go like pre, like must have been six years old, maybe. Mm. Uh, used to go over the fence to my next door neighbours, mm. two older boys, Jonathan and Tiff, <laughs> and uh, they. I don't know how much older, maybe four or five years older or something, mm. and they. I think they were playing Street Fighter and uh, I used to just go and sit like between them like this, (laughs) you know, just in awe and like, so what'd you do? Let me have a go. Okay. Yeah. I'll have a go. Uh, And then, yeah. Yeah. I've just, whilst you were talking, I was just remembering times. I, I, I completely forgotten about all the time I've spent gaming. Yeah. Probably because I haven't done it from like my own motivation. Mm -hmm. It's always been, socially so yeah. like you go around to a mate's house and i go around and play crash bandicoot mm-hmm. on his pc you know uh which is kind of fun and then another mate I go around to his house play golden eye a lot and perfect nice. dark yeah uh and then there's that other one i think maybe this is later there's another game that's shooty and you can get cars as well though and it's but it's on a small map and you kind of it's teams, but it's very shooty shooty. It's not kind like of Counter like, Strike or something like that, no? No. It's kind of, it's like a futuristic Quake, but team based, not Quake. Mission based. I like But Quake. yeah, I had Quake as well. Like yeah. I got on a floppy disk and I used to play that on my mum and dad's PC. Uh but I I this you could probably age this because I used to listen to uh, Offspring's Conspiracy of One when that came out strong uh, on CD which had the, like this flaming head blue mm-hmm. and yellow on the CD it was amazing 
Uh, but because I, because I, it, no, it wasn't a floppy disk. I had it. I think I copied it off someone's CD onto my hard drive. So I had my CD drive spare. Nice. So I could play a CD whilst playing a game. I felt like, you know, this is way more palatable at six in the morning than the scary soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, and then but you're always just playing around with cheats and like the, the, had a fly mode where you could fly out of the map. And I was like, nice. how far away from the map can I get? <laughs> and then you're just looking at this like suspended in this grey nothingness. Um yeah, so I played a bit of that, and then I got I did get Command and Conquer, but again, I never had a console, so it was always on PC. Mm. I got Command and Conquer, Tiberian Sun. Nice. Uh, and it had a, a, with a Red Alert expansion or Red something? Red Alert, I remember being one, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Red Alert was a really popular one. This one was the one afterwards, I think. Uh, again, like I never had the cool games at the time. It was mm. always like some, like my parents are just not computer people, so... I yeah, kind of we, we were never, we, like when I got that play, by the time I got that PlayStation years, I was way late to getting, to getting, I think the mm-hmm. PlayStation 1 had been out for a long, like a good three or four years maybe. I think maybe even um, then whatever the next generation 2, I don't know. Like, oh, they did a PS1 called the PS, literally O-N-E. Oh, was okay. the rounded, the rounded corner version. Oh, like no, no, no. This was the, 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 the old like kind of DVD looking player looking one yeah, yeah. um uh but yeah like uh, so yeah no i i, 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 I even though like i say my, my dad was into like pcs there was like a huge bit where i like you i i didn't have any like i had nothing and i got into i think i only really got to the playstation when i got into skateboarding and then obviously when everyone's like oh my god tony hawks and i was just like well, i have to get that game sure um uh because yeah, I have exactly funny if you say that that exact memory of like um, someone, uh, a family friend having Aladdin on Sega Mega Drive. Aladdin, nice. And I remember watching them play it and just being like, I wish I just like with you know, just as a kid, like every ounce of my being was just like, I would love, I want to play so badly, and just like watching what they're doing, and then obviously like you try and you're rubbish, and you know you die. That's always away. the thing. That's yeah. always the thing because if you don't have one, you never get the opportunity to be good. Yeah. So like, I just remember like, I used to go to my cousin's. Mm. He had the PS One, mm. uh, but he, he had Time Crisis with uh, the Mate. with the gun. Wow. You had to do this, like yeah. press the button on the side and like dodge out the way. And for those who don't know, Time Crisis, like you you don't move, you just move with the game. Yeah. And I think that's right. Yeah, you shoot uh, the screen. Yeah. yeah, but you're and you're just in position shooting mm-hmm. and it's all like against a time limit. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like stressful as hell. But <laughs> also, yeah, so I'm there like, oh, go on, give us a go. And I'm just terrible. Like every, I, that's my, my memory of gaming is being rubbish at it. Because right. it never, I never... Yeah, I never gave it the time, even when I had the choice. But yeah, um, we had a PC that our friend who like worked in IT or whatever was our my parents' like go to guy. Right. He's like, and, he's, and one summer he lent us this PC we had in the kitchen. I must have been like eight or nine. And there's a this program called Forty Games on it, right? Which is just rubbish, you know. <laughs> and I played a lot of Solitaire and Minesweeper. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And then when my dad got his phone and got you know Snake, I got Classic. quite good at that. But you are you just like everyone's playing Tony Hawk, and you're there going, "Well, I could, I'm good at Snake," <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's just it's just shit. But um, yeah, and then when I when I was free and on my under my own time, I got myself an Xbox 360 nice. and played a bit of. Uh, it came with a couple of games. I can't remember what. 
Uh, oh, uh, one in the desert. I think it's actually still going. It's like one a desert, desert one where you drive around in a car and uh, I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, and now I have a PS4. I need to get a PS5 at some point, but it's still on PS4 time and trying to finish Red Dead 1 year oh, at a time. I was going to say, <laughs> so Red, so uh, my... My, I, I, I had a PS1 and then I, I was, by the time the next whatever came out, it had gone from like my brother sitting behind me watching me play games to like, he was kind of, you know, becoming more able and cognizant. So I didn't beat him every time. And, uh, and then I think he wanted an Xbox and at the time that was kind of a new thing. I was, I would have, if, if it was me, maybe I would have gone for a PlayStation because that's just how I started. But he was like, oh, this new Xbox thing is going to be really good. And mm-hmm. so then I kind of was like, I'd already got into guitar and I'm very single minded. So I, I've kind of just everything, football, everything I was into was just, that went just guitar. But then he kind of carried it on. So there was always a console around in the house until I kind of moved out, obviously. So I think he had an Xbox and then an Xbox 360. But they were his in his room rather than, you know, like we didn't have them, you know, in a shared place or anything. But we would, <laughs> every Christmas, I would, and again, I would always, you know, once you learn to drive or whatever, I was always out of the house. But every Christmas, it seems like a Gears of War game would come Gears out. Gears of War. I yeah. got that on Xbox 360. Right. That was like, it reminded me of um, Red Faction, if you remember Sure, that. I do remember Like that. In, in a like a facility in some post-apocalyptic, yeah. very dark and soulless concrete place. Yeah, I, I, I just, <laughs> I only memory I have is that every Christmas I would, uh, you know, come over in the morning and there would be a new one and literally it would be ju- <laughs> like, he would already be upstairs, you know, and, I'd, and he'd be like, are we in? Yeah. And it, it must be like at least three or four years in a row, there was a new one and we would literally complete it in a day. And wow. all our relatives would be endlessly pleading us like, just like boys, you know, like, <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah, give me a minute. We literally second dinner was finished. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah cheers. What? Well, finish our presents. Hey, it's here. And we would, that's what we'd like. And there was, must've been about three or four years. I remember like we did that a lot, but then, yeah, I definitely fell out of, of, uh, didn't have any interaction, but I remember seeing bits of, and, and friends playing Red Dead Redemption. And I was just like, that looks inc- like incredible. And then, uh, and then, yeah, before we had a kid and had to be responsible, I was like, it's, you know, there's, you know, there's PlayStation 5 coming out and da 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 and, you know, talking to Sophia about it. She was like, yeah, I'd get one. And I was like, yeah, I'd get one. Just like, we, we're not very good at relaxing. Mm-hmm. And again, we're both very single-minded and we need to like put in the time. We've realized that we mm-hmm. need to like have to, it has to be a cut off and we have to bully each other because otherwise we're just like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just doing this. And then it'll be three hours later. So it's yeah, just like, yeah. nope, come on, we said, we said this time, stop, 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 stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna turn it off. <laughs> and um worst. and and 
so we're like, oh, it'd be good to just have something else. And then luckily we got all this stuff just as COVID hit. And then uh, it literally, I was just like, right, straight away, Red Dead Redemption. That's all I'm interested in playing. And I was going to say, do you have a favourite game? Because I think Red Dead Redemption is by far my favourite game. Wow, big claim. Have you finished it? Finished it, yeah. Great. Is it, is it so? I'm assuming everyone who's I've talked to about it, and apologies if this is like three year old news to all you games out there. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's really old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're like, the second bit is better than the, the first half. You kind of have to hack it out, and then it gets good. Yeah, it's a creeper. Yeah, yeah. It's a long game, but I like that. Like, there's enough there going on, but I didn't feel like I needed to like one man mission the story like there's so much the detail is just unreal i love everything about all the elements that that are going on that was just that was just so much fun to just even you know just be kind of even if it was side usually side missions stuff like that would kind of like not annoy me but i'm like oh i've just got to play some kind of pub game and then i can go back to doing the story and like with Grand Theft Auto, for example, this time around, I've just gone straight through the story. No, I think that's a good way missions. to do it. But it's, it's in, in Red Dead, like if pulling across for like a game of poker and stuff like that, mm. I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I'll, like, I'll help someone shoot a can or like maybe <laughs> like free someone's leg from a, bad, a bear trap or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. And uh, I don't mind that. And also this slight... Uh, not knowingness of if they're going to try and kill you or they're going to be your friend. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I quite yeah, like that. Good. Yeah, um, and maybe it's, it's growing on me. I think because right. the the one the one thing which swayed me towards GTA over Red Dead, mm. given that they're the same maker mm-hmm. and open world kind of adventure kind of thing, is, and maybe I'm getting used to it. And I also know you can fast travel, but the horse part sure. you have to look after your horse who gets like you be galloping and he gets he slows down because he's getting a bit tired and you're like there's about five bad guys chasing me <laughs> or i'm trying to get to this place it's really far away oh yeah or there's five bad guys chasing me and then i actually i'm looking around shooting them and i hit a rock because i'm looking the other way yeah my horse like is dead and i'm then dead <laughs> because i get shot because i can't get away and i've run really fast but then my guy gets tired yeah. i think this is the one limitation of where it's too real. Sure. Um, I've always had this thing with racing games. Right. You know. Yeah, you don't play... change gears. <laughs> no, or the, the 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 really like, I can't remember, like Forza and stuff like sure. that, that are so, I think I played Forza 4. I used to play like Test Drive and stuff. But they're so real that you just spin out all the time. Unless you've got the sure. proper steering wheel set up in sure. your house. You're like, I'm not having fun because this is like needs skill to get good at and mm. i i'm assuming that many people out there find that fun mm. um i've never me, been into best, racing games personally i get bored quite but i think I, but I think that could be why but mm. if you've ever played burnout now that is like how all racing games should be okay um have you ever played it um i they've probably all blurred into one but is it kind of there a deathmatch element to it you can kind of like mario kart each other Yes, and it's also incredibly quick. Oh, okay. Uh, and also, I forgot to mention Mario Kart, the greatest thing ever. When that came out on the Wii, mm. I was at uni, me and my housemates, 
used to get noise complaints from next door to be shouting at each other <laughs> playing four player uh, again uh, actually you know anyway. what a great let it be known as well those that and we've got uh, uh, my friend Miguel introduced us to Mario Party and we got a, sorry it was the switch that we got just before Covid as we just were like oh it was like going cheap in the airport or something like that and Sophia was like what do you think and I was like yeah I'll be up for it like all the Pokemon games and stuff I remember all that kind of stuff I was like ah. Oh, I've never had actually I had a Game Boy when Pokemon came out um, that was another big time in my life I think where it was just like endlessly playing Pokemon Blue um, Blue don't know um, and all the cheat codes and trying to find Mewtwo and all that kind of stuff um, and uh, and swapping Pokemon and stuff like that like that was a great thing but the Nintendo games one thing they've always done so well is that anyone can kind of jump in. Mm-hmm. Like we even had it, at, like the weather is obviously routinely bad here. We've had multiple times where we've had families over or parents over or whatever. And we're like, oh, what do you want to do this evening? Like it's kind of dark and it's 4 p.m. And we've had dinner and it's kind of like, oh, watching TV. And I was like, oh, we should, you know, like play Mario Kart or something like that. And like... It's just like that one's go, that one's stop, that one's left, that yeah, one's yeah, right, yeah. go. Accessible. You know? Like and it's good, like, good, your clean mum fun. your mum can be like kind of crap for a bit and then great. Do you know what I mean? And then and then like again, it's a good like it's funny how like people are like, Oh no, I hate games and then you're like, No, just try and be fun or whatever and then they're like, Get out of the way, oh, I can't believe you <laughs> I'm in a wall, I'm in a wall. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think that's it's a real it's a valid point though, like talking about when we you know, being crap at them. Mm. Having, I've always been rubbish at shooting ones. I've mm. like played card and stuff. And I just, some, you know, 13 year old from mm. Japan uh, <laughs> snipes me in the head after yeah. half a second. Yeah. And I'm, every time I'm like, go, and bang. I'm like, oh my, again. Yeah, and, and back I'm in just, the lobby. I'm just, just rubbish. Mm. So, uh, but I'm always, yeah, I've always been a bit rubbish at shooting games. Mm. Just to, like quick at aiming and like. Yeah, the modern ones, so, I, I definitely can't keep up with it all yeah 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 it's, that's us grandpas over here mm. the um but yeah it being accessible like with mario kart it's so fun it mm. doesn't matter some people are good at it but you can get good mm. and it's it's like a basic concept you know kind of like the very old school games we we're talking about before mm. um as for a favorite game i think i have to give it to gta 5 okay only because your your car does get a bit destroyed eventually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But you can go you can go really fast and get pretty far in it. Yeah, sure. Uh, and <laughs> you like the you like the speed. It's the horse that really let you down. <laughs> it's it, no, it actually is. It's like your main method of transportation is so annoying. Oh. It's like once all this it gets a bit sad and starts jumping around, and you're like, so you have to get off, pat it, and feed it a carrot and all this. Mm. You have to keep. And you can do that while you're on it. Eye. Yeah. But not, you know, you're, you're one of the main things you're thinking about is like, am I going to die? Sure. And then you have to think about, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, a selfless, you know, <laughs> non-parent, a selfish non-parent. Uh, having this dependent horse is like, right. so I'm nearly Dragging dying. You down. And I've got to, think, got to think about your health as well. And if you're hungry and if you're annoyed about, because you've seen a snake, yeah. you're like, can you just, cars don't do that. Mm. And uh, this is very adverse to my, my normal 
uh, conscientious in, in real life. But in the, <laughs> I'm there to have fun yeah. and you're annoying me. You can't go very fast <laughs> and you keep hitting rocks. That's it. And now I get arrested and uh, it's really hard because they don't go as fast as cars. They don't. It, in, uh, I don't know if, I can't remember on GTA 5, but does that, do they get like the military roadblocks and the, to try and shoot you with a uh, tank? I think they do. GTA, I don't, I haven't got to a military level intervention other than in the missions. Oh, you're missing out. I've, yeah, I've not, that's, I've not kind that's of, what it's all about. I've not gone, I've not gone five star, five star wild yet. Oh, uh, mate, try uh, but it. I think, but, I think in the missions, the military give you a good one. Yeah. Cause uh, in, even in like GTA two, they'd, you'd be, it'd be obviously like police, then the yeah. FBI, yeah, then yeah, yeah. whoever else. And then, you know, like they, I remember the FBI having really fast cars. I remember like the black cars just being really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, and really good guns as mm. well. So they really try and get you. Mm. And then, but then there'd be a row of tanks across the road. Mm. It'd all be shooting like missiles at you, and you got to really watch out. Mm. Um, and then in GTA <laughs> you have to Five, really, has, you have to really be careful. <laughs> you have to really be careful. But um, yeah, GTA Five has helicopters and stuff like that, which mm. are really hard to evade. Mm. But yeah, so I, I'm going to give it to GTA Five as my, okay. and as. You know, I think with you'll have learned by now that we're extremely seasoned gamers on this gaming podcast um, to give our best game of all time after playing all of the games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing for me. I just any other honourable mentions? Anything that really, anything that you feel like really, like I say, I think there was a few, a few moments that the right game. I was never like, never had a lot of games, but if there was always like one game that I was like, I'd like to play that. And and it would come at the right time in my life. Like Tony Hawk's Mortal Kombat, that was a good one. Metal Gear Solid was mm. huge. That was like the first game. I had the books, everything. I wanted to read everything about it. I thought that this, everything about this game, I remember being like an album. I was excited for it to come out. I remember seeing all the, all the, all the music, um, like everything just could not get enough of of that game and then i think uh, i know splinter cell and stuff like that came along but i, I think i played a few of them but and hitman i liked hitman but not yeah that was cool actually all the same for me um yeah i just have to say i keep intending to i think burnout revenge was reissued and i want to get that okay i keep meaning to get it and I, I've, I've said for probably 10 years now I need to buy the latest Sims and see what it's free. See what's cracking? Is it? It's I literally so I was like Sophia, you'd love the Sims, and she was like, I've never played it, and I was like, mate, you you are <laughs> made for the Sims, and I went to look it up, and it's the classic. It's free, but there's a ton of add-ons that you have to pay right, for. Okay. So it is uh, actually free the, now. The, yeah, because the add-ons used to be like party packs and all this noise. But now so. it's now it's very minimal free version, and you need to pay for the kind of good as long stuff. as you don't have yeah, as long as you can get like a good, you know, good selection of lamps and carpet, <laughs> then uh, I'm happy. Okay. I don't want to. I don't mind all paper choices. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I keep meaning to have a go because it's a really I've 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 played with some kind of architecture kind of design software. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also good, but it's almost like the Sims nails the creative 
buildy need. Sure. But it's also makes it really fun and easy. Um, so it's quite good just to get stuff out of your head. Um, or just play, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, it's not too, you know, you don't have to kind of make floor plans and stuff. You just kind of get straight to it. Yeah, 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 um, exactly. Have you ever so, yeah. played anything that has made, like, I think there's an interesting crossover point happening with games and narratives and stories and what have you. Have you ever played a game that's like affected you like a film or a movie would? Oh, that's a great question. Um, no. I advise, I think it could be. Uh, and so just to caveat, that's not to say they don't exist. I'm, I'm quite aware they probably do exist. They definitely exist. Mm. Because I've got a, quite a few friends who are well up on their gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, just, but I haven't played them. Well, as in, I think um, on the back of the Last of Us uh, adaptation, mm-hmm. f- for example, uh, <laughs> we got the Last of It. It was like some offer. And I remember playing it. Um, it was a small period of time that I was renting with someone and they had a, a PlayStation and yeah. I, uh, I completed the last of us then when it came out and I was just like, ah, oh, this is in- like incredible storytelling. And there is just something different about doing something as opposed to watching something like committing an act and, and, physically kind of um enabling something to happen mm-hmm. <clears throat> i think is a it, it is a, an, another step forward in a narrative sense and like <clears throat> for example i got really into uh as a company called telltale games and they made a walking dead uh game uh very much adapted um and closer to the kind of graphic novel kind of look um but the idea is that it's kind of multiple choice and maybe there'd be like a little quick time event where you have to, you know, press a button to do stuff. But the idea was obviously that you, your actions have consequences. And if you don't do something, something happens. And and it would, what was a really good device is it would let you know so-and-so you'd maybe, you know, give you a choice of things to say and you did and it'd be like, oh, so-and-so will remember that. Or sometimes you would read it and the way you read it sounded much less aggressive or whatever or had a different interpretation and you click it thinking like, oh, I'll just say, oh, of course you can. And it's like, then the character says it and it's like, of course you can. You're always da 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 da. And you're like, no, that's not what I meant. And then it's like, <laughs> so-and-so will remember this, you know, and you're like, no. But there was something about like that crossover hmm. and, and, and there is a kind of a mirroring in that, in that like the, plot devices for example at their heart of a film or what have you are often quite when boiled down they're actually usually not that different like often i think many plots and and narratives can be described as like maybe this is a kind of a parental uh, or paternal uh thing you know, like at the heart of this narrative, it's really about a, a, a father, you know, son and father's relationship. Even if it's 
they're not related. It, it's kind of, you know, adapting that or, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, whether it's a, the chemistry between the opposite sex or, or whatever, you know, like it, it, there's uh, usually, the, no, no matter how big the plot is, <clears throat> it usually boils down to something quite small and <clears throat> there's that sickness <laughs> coming. And um, so I think like all of that takes a completely different level when it is a game, for example, that Walking Dead game did play on your paternal, ins- you come across a small girl, you very quickly have worked it out that her parents are dead and she's waiting for her parents to come and get her. And it's your typical kind of zombie, whatever. And you have to make the choice of whether you tell her there and then, hey, your, your parents are dead. You need to come out of here. You're not safe. You know, there's no one to look after you. Or you lie to her and say like, oh, okay, I think they, if they did, they'd maybe want to meet you here or whatever. And obviously that just starts like endless dimensions of the path. you And, and it, you know, do you teach her to shoot? Mm-hmm. Do you let her help? Do you, and all of those things have, you know, good consequences, bad consequences. She, you know, is is getting older and wanting to help you in situations. And for example, she suddenly disappears and you're like, oh my God. And the game is obviously like, find her. And she went under a grate to try and help you unlock a door. But she didn't tell you, she just thought she was being helpful. But uh, it's like... Wow. It's and, and you teach her to shoot and she... Um, shoots the wrong person. But if you didn't, also then something else happens. And and, <clears throat> and that's kind of a, even with a myriad of other choices going on. And sometimes it's pre, predisposed. There's one where you save a dad or you save his son. If you go to save the dad, um, the you save the dad and the son dies. Mm-hmm. Oh no, hang on. Yeah, you save the dad. And the son dies, but the dad is angry at you for not saving the son and will never forgive you. Whoa. Because you went, why did you, why did you come to me? Why didn't you save him? That's a massive, yeah, moral weight. Crazy. You try and save the boy. The boy dies anyway. But the dad, as upset as he is, is like, oh, you know, you did your best kind of thing. And you, and then that relationship helps you much later in the game or not because he doesn't trust you. <laughs> so it's like all that kind of stuff. And long story long, the ending of the game, I was just playing because it, it was like a new thing and I could play it on my phone. I could play it on whatever. I sat in complete silence for <laughs> two, three hours. Like, sh- like in my core, like rocked. The ending is horrible. It is so horrible and there is something so different about having to do something yourself rather than watching it on a screen on, mm-hmm. in a film or reading it in a book. The idea that you have to make a choice about what you do and then you have to live with that choice. And also like you don't know if that was always going to happen or if you made that choice and your series yeah, of choices. Yeah, yeah. And for example, The Last of Us, obviously then took that to like another level and the game does, does that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> and explaining this to Sophia who hadn't played it, we, we did watch it. 
Um, and she started playing it. <laughs> um, but it was scary. So um, the second game, and thusly going to being the second series, did something so next level with that idea and so perfectly i think it's genius i, I it, it 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 no other game has done anything like it but i think i, I think it's too modern really i would i don't want to spoil it mm-hmm. but it really understands the idea that you and your actions and the story that you made as you went along and the story that you're telling yourself as you're playing the game, the story that's being presented to you as you move, as we all do, as we move through life, you know, it's different between someone <clears throat> robbing you because they're hungry or someone robbing you because they're, you know, because they're, because they can. I'm malicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the point is you don't know either way. You know, mm-hmm. until you, you'll, you'll never know that story, but that could be the case. You know, someone cuts you up could because their wife's dying in the back of their car or something. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't know, mm-hmm. but you just see mm-hmm. that thing. Um, and it very much plays with the idea of the other side of the coin and the other side of the story that you, you were not aware of. It's one thing. And again, that powerful act of having done something wrong it's another thing having to experience it from the other side because the narrative you told yourself, you know, you're always the main character. You're always the hero. You believe, mm. you know, and it's that, you know, they do it like with Dexter. You, you, you know, he's a serial killer. He's bad technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want him to win. Yeah, and, he's, like, he's sympathetic towards him in some ways. Yeah, and like, I think, I think like that's a really interesting thing with games is that they're moving closer and closer to a film-like element. But with that, and, and as I, they come to do this season two, I was like, man, I don't know if it's the same because there's something, there's something so different. Like, for example, in Walking Dead, you come across a boy mm-hmm. who's dead. He died. He waited in his attic for his parents to come and get him and he died of starvation. That was, that's what it is. And you make the choice. And obviously it's a stark contrast to, well, that's what would happen to her if I'd have left her and, 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 and not you know, taken her with me. And you have to bury, you make a decision. A, you have to teach Clementine about death at that point and decide what you say to her. But then you also make the decision to bury the child or not. It's one thing watching a film about that and they're like, oh, they're going to, and then there's maybe a montage. There's another thing where like, it's like, pick up the kid. Pick up the kid. And you're like, oh my God. Take the kid downstairs. You know, like, and it's like, that's all you see. And then it's like, dig a hole. Keep digging the hole. Keep digging the hole. Keep digging the hole. Holes take ages to dig. (laughs) Keep digging the (laughs) hole. And like the whole time that dead child is there while your not dead child that you're trying to protect is looking on, you know, like that's a whole other thing because you're having to partake in it. And, mm. you know, you have to, and it makes, it, it, it is almost humorous how it, like, it knows something traumatic's coming and then it makes you do, it gets so pedantic. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. pick up the left arm, pick up the right, you know what I mean? Like, you got, yeah, you it, gotta like live it. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think again, that's going to be something so interesting as we kind of move into 
you know, this, this blurring of that, even with TV shows, you know, you get the multiple choice stuff, all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still, um, I think it, I think that, that element is going to be so interesting as we kind of keep exploring that, you know, imagine playing as Walter White, you know, and making those decisions. And oh, definitely. I think definitely. it would be a very different, um, landscape you know uh, well and it's different for everyone who experiences it which is part yeah. of the fun i guess and it, yeah it becomes your uh, experience that's that's i think that's yeah, a hard yeah, thing yeah. to put on a screen as well like how yeah. which which version do you tell if you're going to adapt it you know yeah um, yeah yeah uh, and it's a lot more involved in terms of making it because you've got to you've got to make every eventuality exactly right you know like and, and i think that's um I, I think that's that's you know taking things to like a to a whole new level I think that's going to be that's, that's a great be. place to go though I think very natural and uh, it, t- it takes all the kind of soundtrack actors voice actors uh, all these kind of movie elements and really like makes it uh, an experience that's so different from a movie mm. I, I say different because I don't know if, it, if it's better but mm. you know it, it's a whole it's his own experience mm. um, with that kind of scenario yeah, be, like nice. I say, imagine going to a cinema and having to play a film. Yeah, I think exactly. that could be quite cool, you know, like everyone have a or different if everyone, outcome. If everyone, yeah, everyone plays it differently. You know, I think that's, I think that's, I, funny enough, that same. Well, and then you walk out and compare notes, that would be so cool. Well, funny enough, uh, the people we were living with at the time, I was playing this game and just obviously, as, as I am, I couldn't stop talking about it and how emotionally affected I was by this game. And then... Um, and and for me, like all those decisions that were so thought over and like everything and what if this, what if that? And then um, <laughs> one of the girls we were living with, I was like, oh, you should play. And, <laughs> and it was amazing watching someone else play it. And she was just like, oh, I don't care. Just kill him. Like, oh, I can't be bothered to get him. Like, or whatever. <laughs> I was just like, you're so harsh. Like, but what was me? I saw a completely different game. Like literally the, the characters went to different places, did completely wow. different things. I just remember what's, this game? Like, what's this game called? Uh, just The Walking Dead, literally. Oh, it is The Walking Dead, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I've heard of the TV show. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's different. It's in the same universe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um, it was yeah so brutal. But so I think it's like even a mobile game now, I think. Um, nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so, uh, so, so well done. Um, and like like I say, yeah, the, I, I won't spoil the ending, but just but make sure you've got your loved ones close because it's, okay. it's, it's, it's pretty brutal. Um, speaking of things that are brutal. Oh, Matt. Matt. <laughs> was that a tra- yeah, that was a, I don't know where you go with that, but new music time. <laughs> new music time. What have you got? New, what have I got after all that? Mm. Uh, I've been listening to a, a band. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. With a, a guy. Ah. The guy is Marcus King, oh. and the band is the Marcus King Band. Lovely. Um, okay. And do, do you know what? Mm. Uh, maybe it's a when it hits a certain time of year here in the UK, mm. everyone gets a little bit like, "Oh, it's sun's coming out." Sure, uh, gets a little bit giddy. But this came on shuffle. I must have heard about it for something from somewhere before. Uh, or oh, did it come on shuffle? Anyway, I found it somehow. Ended up listening to this album uh, by the Marcus King Band who Marcus King has, he's like the 27-year-old American mm. guitar player and singer nice. who has the nicest voice. And it's like, it's blues music, but in a, there's something we almost like, is it 
solely. There's, some, there's something different about it than okay. what I've heard here before. Um, he's a really young dude. And uh, here we go, the Marcus King Band. I'm listening to an album from 2018 called Carolina Confessions. Uh, he's since, I think, gone solo under just Marcus King. Okay. But this has the most... Um, springtime road trip like nice summer vibes it's just really light and really like crisp and nice to listen to great musicianship uh and it's not usually where i go to mm-hmm. be honest in terms of music but there's something in this that's really like keep me there um nice. yeah, yeah i'm just really enjoying it so that's yeah marcus king the marcus king band carolina confessions from 2018 and i just really recommend the whole album. Nice. Well, I, I had something else, but you know what? I'm going to match your energy. <laughs> and <clears throat> in this episode of Matching Energy. That's it. In, <clears throat> I had a similar experience in that this Easter has been absolutely miserable weather-wise. And with my son being off from kindergarten, finding new and inventive ways to entertain a one and a half year old. There was one lovely day of sun... And the rest were just miserable. So we managed to sort of accidentally pack in just the most summeriest day, pre-summeriest blustery day (laughs) as we could. And I was like, we got in the car. We were just going to go for a nice walk. And sun was out and I was like, ah, normally I'd put on something pretty miserable. Um, But I was like, oh, I wonder if I can make, you know, I don't want to just put on a record. I want it to be suggest. I just, I mean, I'm open right this minute. I love having a drive and just hearing some new music. So it turns out that I was like, oh, I'll, I'll try on Spotify. And it turns out I can do funk. I was just, I was like, that's kind of the first word I had in my mind. I was like, I want some funk. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to be like just any old funk. And it turns out there's like funk, rec- like, I can't remember the phrase, but it's like funk recommended to you or something like that where it takes my catalog in consideration oh cool and kind of like engineers me a playlist yeah so everybody loved that that's from the game um uh everyone had a great time very summery we had a wonder it made the whole car journey fantastic um and so my recommendation was there's so many but of the playlist i kept a couple of names roy hargrove who's uh an aging gentleman and it's not a, a new artist at all but the roy hargrove uh quintet playing um a song from the album called ear food mm-hmm. it's just big old vibes it's just big old jazzy horns grooves it's just it's just there, window down, a little bit of breeze, you know, maybe some flies driving around. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, that's it. Or, uh, and I'm very familiar with this gentleman, but I didn't know he had an album out, uh, a drummer called Nate Smith and his album okay. called Pocket Change. And it is absolute filth. Some of the worst filth known to man. <laughs> he should be put in prison. There should. I don't think it should even be sold to anyone younger than the age of twenty-one. 
Nice. It is disgusting. Is it, it, anyone listening to this record? You look like you've just swallowed a wasp. Like that's it's just disgusting, and I recommend it for everyone. Um, so apart from under 21s yeah apart from under 21s it's illegal and you will go to prison okay, um, okay. I will Guaranteed. make sure of it so yeah Nate Smith pocket <laughs> change it's just utter it's just gutter filth it is okay. just you know if you, ha- if you had to de-leave a gutter it's worse than that like okay. raw, but like old old like rotten leaves it's like just raw nice, freshly landed ones it's like raw sewage oh good you really, this is a compliment. Contamination, like raw sewage on the other side of Chernobyl. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just okay. not even, it's the smell, but also the toxicity of our city. It's, uh, you know, it's... You're really selling this. Uh, this honestly, really selling this. it's yeah. utter on, uh, and it, uh, purely educational for my son, obviously. He is um, under the age of 21, but it was for educational purposes, so he kind of needs to know. Okay, okay, okay. Kind of creative commons. um, You know, it's kind of like how sort of like (laughs) sometimes a politician, like you see like a weird like film or something on YouTube that you're like, I don't think that is terms and conditions, but like, oh no, it's historical. Like he... He, he blew his head off in Parliament so that, you know, everyone can see that. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, it's that, sort of that kind of... Li- that's there's a caveat, there's a caveat. A little there's caveat, a caveat, yeah, but I recommend it for everyone. It's like uh, it's like having a pint when you're with your parents at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, where, just a cheeky, you're 14. Yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. just a little, uh, was it, a shandy? <laughs> that's it, that's it. Anyway, right. Go. Thank you very much for listening. And on this, a bit of an impromptu adventure into gaming. We did not expect to go here, but here we are. Here we go. And thanks to everyone who came to our listening party. Thank you. Uh, last week. Really lovely. appreciate that. It was a fun time. It was had by all. And it will be the same every second Tuesday of the month on our Discord at 7pm. Um, so yeah, come to the next one. Thanks to our patrons for supporting us, keeping the lights on. We'll be back next week for more fun and frolics. Uh, Till then, be safe and be well. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Later. Later.